All right. Appreciate it. Matthew chapter 26. <clears throat> Verse 26. It says, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and he gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. I titled this, The Lord's Immortal Memorial. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you again for the opportunity we have to be gathered together, and thank you for again for the blessings of this day already. And Lord, we pray as we look into your word that you give us understanding and wisdom in the truths of your word and help us apply it to our lives for our good and thy glory. And we thank you for the privilege we have that we can remember what you did for us, taking our sin upon yourself, that we might have remission of sin through our Savior. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. J.M. Frost, in his book, The Moral Dignity of Baptism, said this, and I quote, here we come face to face with the only two ordinances in the gospel, the Lord's baptism and the Lord's supper, presented to us in great force and significance. They are the Lord's because they were observed by him, appointed by him, commanded by him, and set by him in the churches to teach and to emphasize certain great facts and doctrines concerning himself. One came at the opening and the other at the close of his public life. Having observed them both, he perpetuated them in his churches and for those that are his. They are placed by him in the churches in each local body of believers. They are entrusted to its care to serve noble and sublime purposes within the circle of its own membership. The one, an introduction of members upon a profession of personal faith in a personal savior. The other, a service often repeated among the members in recognition and memory of their Lord and their relation to him and to his death. And it is of immense importance that these two ordinances should be held as they were first placed, and held in their integrity and purity, and preserved in the unique and lofty purpose for which they were given. They have come down to us losing nothing of force, nothing of their rare charm. They have now precisely the same meaning as when he first observed them and fixed them in his churches, unquote. So as we think about this immortal, and that is, you know, again, as he said here, it's, it's to be perpetuated until he comes. It is, an, it is, in a sense, immortal. We're to continue this till he comes. As we consider this immortal memorial, you know, it is a memorial, it's something that's observed, something that we remember. I, I have uh, several things I want to look at. First of all, it is a memorial given to his churches. In Matthew 26 again, verse 26 um, says, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And then again in verse 29, uh, verse 27, he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood, of the New Testament was shed for, the remission, for many for the remission of sins. 
But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth this fruit of the vine till the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. So Jesus is giving this memorial, something to preserve the memory of, to his 11 disciples. If you notice in, in context here, the preceding verses, Judas is gone. Judas is gone. Um, so, so he's giving it to his 11 disciples, his church members at this time. This is, this is really similar to the Old Testament Passover. The Passover is just a memorial meal. That's something they were to continue to do in Exodus chapter 12. And verse 21, and there's, very, there's some very close similarities between these two. Uh, Exodus chapter 12, verse uh, 21, it says, Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, Draw out and take you a lamb according to your families and kill the Passover. You shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin, strike it in the lentil, and two side posts with the blood that is on the, in the basin, and none of you shall go out at the door of the house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians, and when he seeth the blood upon the lentil and on the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come into your houses to smite you. And ye shall observe this thing for an ordinance to thee and to thy sons forever. And it shall come to pass when ye come to the land which the Lord will give you according as he promised, that ye will keep this service. And it shall come to pass when your children will say unto you, What mean ye by this service? That ye shall say, It is a sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, who passed over the houses of the children of Egypt, or Israel in Egypt, when he smote the Egyptians and delivered our houses. And the people bowed the head and worshipped. And in verse 14 of the same chapter, he calls it a memorial. He said, This day shall be unto you for a memorial, and ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. So it is a memorial, something that we do to preserve the memory of, uh, of, of, of until the Lord comes. Uh, it's, it's much like, the, again, the Passover meal, and it was given to the churches. Uh, in fact, you know, in second, or 1 Corinthians 5, 7, it talks about Christ being our Passover, is sacrifice for us. So there's many similarities between this and the uh, Passover meal, but it was a memorial given to the churches. Secondly, it is for the members of the church. In, and again, in chapter 26, 26, it says, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break and gave it to the disciples and said, uh, um, Take, eat, this is my body. Now, if you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, in... There's four times, four times in this chapter, he uses the phrase, ye come together. Four times. Uh, in 1 Corinthians 11, the first part of the chapter is talking about the, the divine order. Uh, you know, really, this chapter is about order in the churches, and he talks about the order of the sexes first and the leadership, and then he talks about the order at the Lord's table, which they had defiled. And, uh, and there were some problems because of that. But notice what he says in verse 17. Now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not, that ye come together, not for the better, but for the worse. Then verse 18. For first of all, when ye come together in the church. Uh, and then again in verse 20. 
when ye come together, therefore, into one place. Uh, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper, and the reason why he said, said it like that. But verse 33, and we'll get to that in a minute, but verse 33 again says, Wherefore, my brethren, when ye come together to eat, tarry one for another. So four times he says, when ye come together, and he's talking about, you know, talking about partaking of the Lord's table, when ye come together. And, and in verse 23 also he says, that I delivered unto you. Um, for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, same night which betrayed, took bread. Uh, and, and he uses, you know, in, uh, for example, in verse 26, he says, For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. So you eat, ye show, and you do uh, uh, the Lord's death. And, and then again in verse 30, he says, For this cause... Again, they were violating the Lord's Supper. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. So he, again, he's addressing this, this meal was for that membership of that church. When ye come together. Uh, and so, so it is for the members of the church. Uh, just like the Passover memorial was for the children of Israel only. In Exodus 20, 12, 43, it says this, And the Lord said unto Moses and Aaron, This is the ordinance of the Passover. There shall no stranger eat thereof. No stranger was to eat. If, if, if a stranger came into the land and he wanted to become an Israelite, he could be circumcised and then he could partake. But he really, he had to become a Jew to take, partake of the Passover meal. So, so in the same sense, that the, 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 uh, or the uh, Lord's Supper is for the members of the church. Uh, for the members of the church. Thirdly, it's for members after examination. Now, as we think about this examination, there are really two kinds, or two examinations that one must go through, and one does go through, and as we look at this, you'll understand what I mean before they are to partake of the Lord's table. First of all, there's the examination of one's profession of faith in Christ and submission to baptism. That's how you become a member of the church. You know, uh, of course, this is done by the church when one joins. You know, we baptize you upon the profession of your faith. Uh, you might say, well, does a church have a right to do that? Yes. What did, what did, uh, what did Peter do when... Philip went down to Samaria. Peter went down, and he examined some of them. He examined Simon for one of them. And, and, and really, Philip is examining the Ethiopian eunuch. You know, the Ethiopian eunuch says, What doth hinder me to baptize? And he said this, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. Is that not examination? Yeah. If you believe with all your heart, if you, are, if you, you believe with all your heart and soul, that Jesus is the Christ, and you want Him as your Savior and Lord, we'll baptize you. Otherwise, no. So, this is done. So, you know, so this is done by the church when one joins the church, either by baptism or by transfer. You know, our practice is here, you have to go before the pastor and deacons and give your testimony of salvation, your profession of faith. And then you can be baptized or you can be joined if, you're, if someone comes from uh, from another church. And of course also one living in obedience. So that really, that sum that up, that's one living in obedience to the commands of God that God gives us in his word. 
There's a second examination we find here in 2 Corinthians, and, and that is a self-examination. A self-examination. Uh, 1 Corinthians 11, verse 28 says, But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bed and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. So there's to be a self-examination. We're to examine ourselves and ask ourselves some questions or search our own heart. Do I qualify? Is my heart right with the Lord? Is there things in my life that are not pleasing to the Lord? Uh, is the Lord's death for me a sinner, a reality in my life, in my heart? Is Christ real in my life? Do I have a heart for God? Am I living to please Him? You know, this was the problem at Corinth. They were not living to please Him. These, these people were saved, it's obvious, because the Lord killed some of them. They had sinned unto death. And that's what, that's what verse 30 is all about. You see, they weren't, they weren't right with the Lord. And that's why Paul said, For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. That word sleep means they died. So they had died a premature death because they were not living and uh, pleasing to the Lord. In fact, that's why he says, and this is a kind of confusing verse in verse 20, he says, When you come together, therefore, in one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. You know, they were coming together, and, and the custom was of the early church, according to historians, is that, that they'd have what they call a love feast. You know, you could call that, we had down there a love feast. Okay? But when they had their love feast, you, of course, the church was made up of rich people and poor people. I'm not sure why, how we didn't get some of the rich. But, but you know, th this church was made up, made up of the poor people and rich people, and the rich people... It, you know, if you read through this carefully, you, you understand that the rich people were bringing lots of food and eating and being drunken. And the poor were going hungry. In other words, they didn't do like we were doing down there. Everybody put all the food out on the table and everybody just took what they wanted, rich or poor. They didn't share with one another. So there were some that had, they were feasting, and then there were others who they didn't have anything to eat. And so this is what Paul is condemning them for. And, and, and it, it, there was also divisions. And, of course, this divisions, this is a fruit, really, of the divisions and heresies that were among the church. You know, this was a problem throughout this, this first epistle was there was divisions. Uh, but this was the fruit of that division. Well, we don't like that person over there. You know, th that's the group. They're the poor ones that are probably following Paul. You know, he ran around and he... He, he always begged for money and always you know, needed help and all that kind of thing. And, and, you know, well, you know, and so, those are the, but, so we aren't going to share our food with, with, with that group, you know, whatever. That was the attitude that was going on in this church. And, and so that's why he says, when you come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat. So you aren't ready. You aren't prepared. You haven't prepared your own heart to eat the Lord's Supper. And, and what he's doing, what he's saying is, you're eating and drinking it unworthily unworthily so he says you need to examine your heart am I living to please the Lord or am I living to please big old me myself and I and so for that cause many were sick 
or weak, weak and sickly among them, and many sleep. Because if you notice, he goes on and says here in verse 31, for if we would judge ourselves, in other words, we examine myself, we examine ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. So if I would judge myself and repent of my sin and get right with God, God wouldn't judge me. God wouldn't condemn me. God wouldn't chastise me. But because they weren't doing that, they were being chastised. They were weak and sickly and some had died. And, and they were being condemned with the world. What do you think the world thought of that church? Bickering and fighting and, 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 and being selfish with the things that they had and not sharing with those that did, ha did not have. You know, the evidence of love of the brethren is if your brother's hungry, you feed him. That's what 1 John says. You know, James says if you say you, you love your brother and, he, and he's destitute and you give him not the things need for the body, you know, what good is your faith? So, so this is for members after examination. So we need to just ask ourselves and examine our hearts for the Lord. Is my heart, am I right with the Lord? Is my life pleasing to the Lord? So it is a memorial given to the churches. It's for the members, members after examination. But then notice a the fourth thing. Notice its meaning. Its meaning. In Matthew, again, uh, keep a place in Corinthians. We'll probably be back there. But Matthew's gospel in chapter 26, um, in verse 26, it says, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. He took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament which shed for the many for the remission of sins. So you know, it's obvious that he isn't, you know, how the, the Catholics say that, that the elements become the actual body and blood of the Lord. Uh, they say they don't believe in cannibalism, but I wonder. Uh, but how can that be when he's standing there, he's the one giving it? No, it's a metaphor. It's a symbolic picture. The bread is a symbolic picture of his body. He said, this is, this is my body which is broken for you. Uh, uh, this is my body, verse 26. And then uh, the, the cup or the fruit of the vine uh, is a metaphor or a symbol of his blood that was shed for the sending away. That's what remission means. The sending away of our sin. So this, this is a memorial a metaphor, a symbol of his death, his sacrifice, his shedding of blood for our sin. You know, I read one, one commentator was saying that if when you take the Lord's Supper and baptism together, you have a complete picture of the work of Christ. You have his broken body, his shed blood, you have him buried and resurrected in baptism. You have them buried and resurrected. So you have a complete picture of, of, the, of, of his work uh, for us in, 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 in uh, providing forgiveness for our sins. And, and we're to do this in remembrance. It's to be a perpetual, a continual memorial, a reminder of God's grace and delivering us from the bondage and slavery of sin. 
through the death and shedding of, of, of his precious blood. So it's, a, it's only a memorial. It has no saving merit whatsoever. It has nothing to do with my fellowship with you. It has all to do with my fellowship with the Lord. You know, people want to get together and unify themselves and, and take communion together. No, our fellowship with one another only is increased as our fellowship with the Lord is increased. As we agree on the Lord, we will have unity. That unity cannot be created. You know, they talk about unity and diversity. And somehow I can't wrap my brain around that. And um, You have to change definitions of words to make it work. So, so its meaning simply is it's a memorial. It's, a, it's symbols his broken body and his shed blood for the remission of our sin. Then I want you to notice a fifth thing. I want you to notice its message. Its message. In uh, Matthew chapter 26 and verse 29, it says this. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. So he says, you know, I'm not going to drink it again with you until. So there's a time he's going to observe this again in his Father's kingdom. That's still yet future. Now, 1 Corinthians 11.26 says it this way. It means the same thing. It says, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Now, the word show here is used 17 times in the New Testament. Ten times it means preach. Three times it means show. It's, it translates show. Two times it's translated declare, one time teach, and one time speak. So when you take the Lord's table, you're showing or you're declaring or you're preaching that Jesus is coming again. Let me, let me read some verses. Uh, it, it's, it's in uh, Acts chapter 15, it's translated this way. And after some days... Uh, some days after, Paul said unto Barnabas, Let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. Acts 16, 17. The same followed Paul and us, cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us. Now, were they giving them pictures? Or you know, did they have a movie or something? No, they were preaching. They were showing. They were pre by their preaching... They show unto us the way of salvation, Acts 16.21, and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Romans. Acts 17.3, opening alleging that Christ must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead, and that this Jesus whom I preach unto you is Christ. And in Acts 17.23, for as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God, wherefore, whom therefore you ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. And then Acts 26, 23, that Christ should suffer, and that he should be the first that should rise from the dead, and show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. So the message is, as we observe this memorial, the message is that we're, we're, we're giving is that we are declaring that we believe he's coming again. He's coming again. That's the message. We're showing forth 
his death until he comes. You know, the Apostle John said in 1 John 3, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. You see, if by receiving the Lord's Supper, we are declaring, we are showing, we are preaching that we believe Jesus is coming again. And we're examining our life before him, knowing that one day we'll have to stand before him and give an account for what I've done in this body, whether it be good or whether it be evil. So whether it's good or whether it's worthless, that's the idea there. So, so as we consider the Lord's table, the Lord's supper, this immortal memorial that Jesus said he is not going to drink it again until he comes into the kingdom with us. But he's commanded us to observe it until he comes. And by our observation, or we are remembering his sacrifice for our sin and searching our hearts whether there be any wicked way in me, as the psalmist said. And then showing that we believe he is coming again. Might God help us to realize what Christ did for us and remember his sacrifice for our sin. For his broken body and his shed blood. And might we search our hearts and remember that he is coming again and we must give an account to him. May our lives be pleasing and honoring. Let's pray.